0: You are listening to a bonus episode of The Vibrant Life Podcast. The Vibrant Life. Hey you. My name is Emily Romrell, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Vibrant Life Podcast. That's right, peeps. (laughs) This week you get two for the price of one. I mean, the podcast is free, but you get the gist. However, if you do feel like these episodes have been of use to you, a great way to say thanks would be to leave a review on iTunes and tell your friends about the podcast. That's a pretty good deal, right? Anyway, I was talking to a friend a few days ago and she told me she wished she had some tools to work through difficult thoughts and emotions. And I wanna be clear, I am not an expert or a mental health professional in any way, but I do feel like I've learned a few things. So I told my friend about this ABCDE model and after thinking about it, I wanted to share it with y'all as well. So um, I actually learned this tool in counseling And I know I've plugged this before, but if you are really struggling, I definitely consider seeing a professional because it did really help me. Um, But I think this tool will help you regardless. Okay, so this tool, the ABCDE model, is great for when you find yourself being overtaken by your emotions. I use it when I have a panic attack or when I'm feeling particularly stressed out and my mind is going crazy. Which I'll admit happens more than I'd like, Uh, but it happens less and less. With it happens less and with less intensity since I've been putting in serious effort and work on being more mindful. This is a mindfulness technique that lets you examine your thoughts and how your thinking is affecting you. I like it because you can count the steps right on your hand, and it's also a grounding technique that helps you give a sense of. It helps to give you a sense of control. So uh, it only takes a few minutes to go through all the steps. Sometimes if I'm really struggling, I might go through the steps a second or third time with breathing in between. But honestly, uh, usually even just one go around makes me feel a lot better. Also, while I tend to use this method in the moment when my anxiety gets the best of me, It's also just a great way to meditate on situations more deeply when you are calm and collected. So uh, if you're looking for a quick and easy meditation practice, uh, you can consider this maybe as a jump off point. Alrighty, so to kick things off, I definitely recommend a quick breathing exercise. And this is good because it slows down your racing heart and helps your brain calm down and focus. You can do this with your eyes open or closed in, in any body position that you're comfortable in. So things like that, don't worry about too much. And the breathing exercise that I do goes like this. So step one is just take a simple big breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Then we're gonna inhale through the nose for eight seconds. Hold the air in your chest for four seconds and then exhale through your mouth slowly for eight seconds and hold your breath after that exhale for four seconds. Then we do the same thing, except we hold our breath for eight seconds this time instead of four on the holds. So you inhale for eight seconds, hold for eight seconds, exhale for eight seconds, hold for eight seconds. And then just end it out with another just deep breath in and out, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Even just doing that makes you feel calmer, right? And don't worry if you can't really hold your breath for eight seconds or do whatever for whatever seconds. Um, sometimes that stresses you out and that's not the point of this exercise, obviously. So just do whatever works for you. There's not really a right and wrong, but I find that doing kind of a longer hold at the end really does like energize me and calm me down and get me ready for this, this uh, thought exercise. So hopefully that helps you out. And okay, as they say in the movie, Mulan, let's get down to business and defeat whatever is causing that anxiety or inner turmoil. (laughs) And that might be a pretty big claim actually, but even if it doesn't defeat your fears completely, we'll at least get things more under control. As an example, I'll use a situation that's triggered me personally. Let's say I show up at a friend's house for game night but instead of a small gathering of four to six friends, I find the house is crowded with around 20 people. And most of the group is made of people that I don't know. And as I mentioned earlier, the ABC model is also a grounding technique. And I will literally count off each of these steps and tap my fingers against my leg as I go through the process. So um, if you're not familiar with grounding, it's just a way that helps you come down to earth and connect with the present moment rather than letting your head or your emotions or your imagination get the better of you. And there's a lot of different techniques and ways to do this. This is just one way, but it's great because if you know your ABCs, then you can remember it. (laughs) And really quick, I do have a cheat sheet on my website, emilyromerell.com. On the podcast section, you can click the show notes And then um, there will be a PDF that you can look at that has all of these steps listed out for you, if you find that helpful. So just wanted to put that out there real quick. But A equals the activating event. And this is simply something that happens to you or in the environment around you. A lot of people might call this a trigger or a triggering event. And it's just a circumstance or a fact that you can't control so in our example i show up at my friend's house only to find it swarming with people i don't know this would cause major anxiety for me because i do not like big groups so to cope with that i'd try to find a quiet area in the house if possible i might go to the restroom or the hallway just to get some space and then i'd do that breathing exercise if possible side note if you can't find a private place you can just try to breathe deeply wherever you are and uh, you can just repeat the steps silently to yourself, like just tap your leg with the thoughts in your head. But if you can do it by yourself, like and talk it out loud, I do think that's a little bit more powerful. But just do whatever works in the moment. Alrighty, so I literally would take my hand and with my thumb tap my leg and describe the activating event. I might even ask myself out loud, What is the activating event? And then I would answer myself, There are way more people here at this party than I expected. Then I take another deep breath and move to the next letter. And B equals beliefs. And you have a belief or a thought about the triggering event. I think this might be the trickiest one for me because uh, a lot of my beliefs have been patterns and thoughts running around in my head that happen almost automatically, it feels like. So it's important to really examine what you believe and um just kind of take note of that it takes practice I'm not gonna lie but eventually uh, it does get easier so I take my index finger and tap my leg and ask myself again what are my beliefs or thoughts about this event or circumstance then I'd answer myself I believe I don't do well in big groups I think I'm awkward and everyone will see what a dork I am people won't like me I'll either make a fool of myself or I'll end up in a corner with no one to talk to. You can see how things are playing out, right? It's easy to spin out of control, which is why I really do try to breathe as part of the process. Uh, But if possible, just nail down the top one to three beliefs that are dominating your experience at that time. And then moving on to C, uh, that's consequences. And your belief has consequences, including feelings and behaviors. This is pretty straightforward. Everyone has feelings that are connected with their beliefs, and we all act in certain ways and patterns when we experience certain emotions. You know how you are. (laughs) So let's keep it going. Next, I'd take my middle finger and tap my leg, asking, how am I feeling and or acting because of these beliefs? And I'd answer myself, I feel exposed and vulnerable, like everyone's watching and waiting for me to mess up. I feel embarrassed because I believe I won't measure up to expectations, and I usually do hide in a corner so I can avoid interacting with too many people. D equals the disputation of those beliefs. So um, this is a really important part of the process. You challenge your beliefs to create new consequences, right? Again, this is pretty straightforward. You take those beliefs you just barely uncovered and you turn them around, so You know the drill, I'd take my ring finger, tap it against my leg, and ask myself, what are some alternate beliefs that might create a different experience? Then I'd answer myself, most people are worried about themselves, not me. Most people don't even know who I am at this party, so they probably don't even have expectations for me to measure up to. And I can try to maybe focus on a side group of just a few people, or maybe choose even just one person and try to connect with them. So we're getting to the end here, peeps. We can make it through. Uh, Let's take another deep breath. And then just move on to the last letter. E equals effect. Adoption and implementation of new adaptive beliefs. It's like a science experiment, right? I've brainstormed some new beliefs and behaviors, and now all that's left is to take action. And here's the truth, my friends. Action is really the key here. When you gather up some courage and actually do something, it feels a heck of a lot better than sitting around and letting your emotions run wild. I mean, it takes guts, but at least you're taking control of the situation and working on being a better person. I usually am still terrified, I'm not gonna lie, (laughs) but as I go through the process, my fear gradually lessens, and I do feel better after going through this process. And then as you do it again and again, you get braver and you get more comfortable with things, right? So, um, last thing, last but not least, I take my pinky finger, tap my leg and ask myself, what is the effect or outcome if I take action on the new beliefs and behaviors? And then I'd answer, I will interact with some people or maybe even just one person at this party. I'll be proud of myself for being brave and I might even have fun. So, um... One last deep breath, and that's it. Pretty easy, right? And by this time, I'm likely to feel much better about the situation, even if I am still nervous, and I can follow through on my plan and just hopefully have a good time. And I might even make a new friend, who knows? Uh, I can walk back into that crowd with some more confidence, right? The ABCD mo- or ABCDE model has been really helpful for me. Uh, I use it a lot, actually, and I'm a better and a braver person because I am willing to do the work like this. You can be, too. It's not easy, I know. Uh, It really does take guts and a willingness to look inside yourself, but it's so worth it, and you might surprise yourself with what you discover and by the things that you can accomplish. You will be just a little bit closer to living a vibrant life. So I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Uh, I just thought I felt... I don't know. I felt kind of impressed to put this out there. And uh, I hope you'll stay tuned for the next regular podcast, which is coming out on Friday. It's number 20. And uh, I think it's going to be amazing. So until then, have a happy week.